What's up, folks? How in the hell y'all doing? So, I got another one for you coming from Cora. Uh, lady was like, my 18-year-old son is getting into Freemasonry, and I'm uncomfortable with this. And then all the answers were like, no, no, you shouldn't even worry. No, no, Freemasons are great. Uh, yeah, one of these has like fucking 300 or something likes. So I guess Freemasons like Cora. Anyways, uh, if you think Freemasons are just totally benign and cool, well, what the fuck, dude? Whatever this fraternal order's history, which is plenty, plenty bad enough, their present is very fucking foul, dude. My grandfather and great-grandfather were both Masons. My grandfather was excused from the club under mysterious circumstances. My guess is he failed a later stage test. If holding secrets, working in secret, and using ritual magic in their ceremonies is somehow wholesome, well, then why so secret? Why are they so secret? Why the extreme compartmentalization? Why must the, quote, initiates be so misled, so lied to, and so deceived prior to getting to advance at all? Hmm? With every degree, the secrets get darker and the oaths get more intense. If you can't keep little secrets, you'll never be allowed to know the secret. Freemasonry is Luciferian, Zionist, and very much reliant upon Judaism. Just look at the uh, folks like Albert Pike, Manly P. Hall, and Aleister Crowley. They're all proud Freemasons. And Pike wrote the book, Rules and Dogma. Okay, And it's dedicated to Lucifer. Isn't that cute? You know, these guys are very cute. Quote, Master Masons are third-degree nobodies. 30 degrees above master. Just like any top-down corporation, its real mission is totally unknown and hidden from the vast majority of the underlings doing all the busy work. So fuck secret societies. All of them. Your works are so good that you must hide them behind layer upon layer of deceit. For what? Why the secrecy? Why the blood oath to protect each other? taken upon pain of death? What secrets need to be protected by threatening the lives of your, quote, brothers? Secret societies are filthy. Filth. Anything done in secret ought to be taken with a ton of skepticism. The fact that the U.S. lodges were totally infiltrated by the Bavarian Illuminati in George Washington's time is proven by a personal letter from General Washington himself. He likens them to the Jacobins that soaked France in blood to destroy the monarchy and the church. They jumbled up the day, specifically to hide the Sabbath from Christians. They completely destroyed Christianity in France. So the Masons had a huge hand in the most bonkers revolution in European history. So, yeah, good, good, good folks. Just good, good fucking guys, dude. In the U.S., we can thank the Masons for the Ku Klux Klan, likely to blame for the War of Northern Aggression at large, too. It was Pike, a Confederate officer, that is revered by these folks. Take Judaism out of Freemasonry and tell me what the fuck is left. The symbols, the rituals, the degrees, and the compartmentalization. Well, it's all Yiddish or Jewish folks. I would be horrified if I had a son that was in any way attracted to this secret cabal. I'd feel the same about Skull and Bones, and, well, Yale in general. I just, yuck, dude. Yeah, I wouldn't send my kid to an Ivy League school at all. Period. Gross. 
Patriots don't need to have secret societies. We the people don't need sneak thieves that use the intellectual and industrial talent of the Goyim to further their secret agenda. It's wholly anti-God and pro-Satan. Yay. According to these cats, Genesis is all good, except they consider the serpent to be the true God, and they consider the true living God as a dictator, oppressor, and jealous. He's a jealous guy. He wanted to keep Adam and Eve as slaves to his own benefit. Yeah, for, I guess if you're God and you can create the whole world in seven days, what do you care about man? Other than, you know, we're entertaining, I guess. Anyways, the serpent wanted to teach them how to become gods themselves. And for this, he is worshipped for being the first rebel. A lover of man and hedonistic, amoral, and godlike power over the, quote, mundane or the uninitiated. God gave man the world on one condition. Lucifer was able to exploit man's ego, and we've been trying to atone for this ever since. The secret societies have been furthering the Luciferian deception, just like demons themselves. An interesting thing, too. 90 degrees is the number that puts you straight up from the level, right? So you put a square on the fucking ground, 90 degree angle puts you up to the sky, right? So what the fuck is 33 degrees, huh? I mean, that's not even a 45. That's like, you're barely looking up. Uh, 33 degrees is less than half the way up, ain't it? Well, I don't claim to know these cats' hearts, but when I examine their works, I see evil, which explains the secrecy, the compartmentalization, as well as the tons of times that they've been persecuted. Yeah, so they are not liked by leaders of countries and stuff like that. Hitler, for example, outlawed some 30 different secret cliques. Freemasons, the Druids, the Rosicrucians, and on and on. Christians are evangelical and not a secretive people. Hell, Islam isn't, as for that matter, either. So, where do these losers come from? What's their secrets, and why are they so influential? The Old Testament's King David was a pretty cool cat. Solomon, not so much. He commissioned a Canaanite named Hiram to build his temple. The same temple Christ said would be destroyed, and the same temple that the Romans tore to pieces. Some 40 years after they conspired against Christ, they were shattered in Judah. Judah, not Israel. There was no country called Israel. It was called Judah. Now, you know, it's where the Philistines used to live. They called it Judah, and now it's called Palestine. Philistine, Palestine, you get it? Ugh. Even this perfect and timely prophecy wasn't accepted by the hardliners. This final blow by the Romans was the end of the, quote, Jewish state, whatever that means. The Roman Catholic Church, Christians in general, and all of Europe are hated by these cats. That's why they need to act in secret, use layer upon layer of deception before they even reveal themselves, and have been so disruptive to Christendom. Even Kennedy warned the press of his time and asked for their help in exposing these clowns. Months later, he lost his fucking head, dude. Very crazy. Blown right off, right next to his wife. Listen to JFK's last speech for the press club. Yahoos. You know, they have these dinners, you know, where the press gets together and they fawn over the fucking president. It's like a 30-minute speech, but it's the last five minutes that matter. It gets, it's really, really great. And maybe I'll put it on the website for you guys. 
You really should <clears throat> should search it out yourselves, but whatever. Uh, <clears throat> he must have known he was asking in vain, but he clearly asks them for help. Help to inform the people of the dangers of secret societies, secret plots, and secret agendas. Before the year was out, the most obvious political assassination in this country's history happened. Quickly followed by Malcolm X, King, and his brother Bobby. Boom, 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 boom. Pretty fucking efficient, these guys are. All murdered in a bloody coup that the media was absolutely complicit in, dude. They've been complicit in every war since the Spanish-American War. And they've owned the U.S. like a whore since 1913. So, by Eisenhower, it had a name, the military-industrial complex. By Kennedy, it was clear how little the president was even capable of changing. The gangsters like Lansky and Siegel had pics of Hoover with his mouthful of his buddy. Yeah, he was, dude, come on, you know? He used blackmail to stay as director of the FBI for like 50 fucking years, but he was a fucking homosexual doing it the whole the whole time. So riddle me that, guys. And people in power had pictures of him performing fellatio on guys. So on his buddy, Clive Tolson or whatever. He had like a, he had like a husband. It's that crazy, dude. Anyways, Johnson was so compromised... He was looking at a possible indictment for killing his own sister. Yeah, Lyndon Johnson, dude, his political career was just full of murder and shenanigans. Lyndon Johnson was a bad, bad guy. Lyndon. Yeah. Apparently he had a huge pecker, but (laughs) I don't think we really should judge him on that, you know? Yeah. He liked to show it to a lot of ladies, apparently. Uh, Lyndon had a huge problem with killing men and raping women. Yeah, big, big, big problem with that shit. The CIA was just caught overthrowing a foreign country by Kennedy, and they were actually getting removed from authority for it. Yeah, he fired the fucking the director of the CIA, Alan Dulles. And then who they make uh, fucking head of the goddamn Warren Commission? Alan Dulles. Same guy that Kennedy fired. Yay, for us. We're so smart. Yep, yep. We were going to be out of Vietnam by 1965, people. 65. I mean, you know, you probably you idiots think it started in 65, right? No, it started in 55. He was actually talking about getting us out of there by 65. You know, Bobby was clowning the FBI with his attorney general position. Organized crime had clean men that could not be blackmailed. Yeah, all this bullshit you hear about, oh, Kennedy, yeah, he had a thing with the ladies. If he did, you would know all about it, okay? Because, yeah, they were constantly searching for fucking blackmail. So, I don't, I, I don't think Kennedy was a fucking womanizer. I think if he was, we'd know the names of every fucking female he fucked. In fact, Johnson is on record saying that he, like, takes offense to people even calling Kennedy a womanizer. Because he, he, he had, like, more women before breakfast than Kennedy had all, his whole life. But Johnson was a really evil guy that took pleasure in the fact that he took part in killing Kennedy. So, probably not a good guy. He's not a good guy at all. Hoover was so compromised, he refused to even accept the term organized crime, right? There was no no such thing as organized crime uh, until Bobby Kennedy fucking made them admit it. And he got a guy to fully come out and talk about the whole ritual with the uh, La Cosa Nostra shit, you know? Pretty weird. 
while Meyer Lansky was Meyer Lansky, that don't sound Italian to me, folks, was consolidating Murder Inc. He did so with blackmail on the one national police force that could hurt him. Then his comrades in the movies, well, they've spent decades slandering Italians with film after the next. Y'all ever seen a Jewish gangster movie? You? No? No? I haven't. You think that's a coincidence? I don't. Lucky, Lucky Luciani, uh, he was one-third of Murder, Inc., right? One-third of the management, and he got deported. We deported his ass, all right? I think we let him back in the country after he did some spying for us in Italy during World War II, but they deported him. Lansky, Lansky, Lansky lived a full life without a cage, very unusual for the founder of organized crime in America, and he really was. He was like, you know, there was always crime in America, but he brought it from sea to fucking shining sea. Okay? Or, very organized. <clears throat> Old Benjamin, he had a big mouth to Bugsy Siegel. Um, and was replaced by a fellow of the tribe. Yeah, 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 yeah. There just happens to be a very mysterious Jewish fella down in that area when Lansky was murdered. And he was right there to take charge of the casino. So, no problem. So... Who the fuck built, quote, Sin City? Hmm? The movie Casino kind of tells you, right? It kind of, it talks about how important this Jewish guy is and how, you know, was it Joe Pesci's character supposed to go protect him or whatever? And he just, just goes out of his mind killing people. Uh, whatever. The one survivor appears to be Jewish. Yeah, that, that, the main character of the movie that lives through it, Jewish guy. Go figure. Um. Jews don't consider it murder if you're killing a goyim, but if you're killing a fellow Jew, that's that could get you the death penalty. So maybe that's got something to do with it. I don't know. Yep, the headman of the casino avoided prison and death, and he's pretty much a unicorn in that respect. Yeah, uh, mob bosses when they're Italian, at least they go they they, they usually die in prison or like in a gang style fucking hit. You know, it's not pretty either way. So that's what happens to Italian gangsters. Yep. And this is the fruits of secret societies, okay? Organized crime, political assassination, and coups for the sustainment of warfare. I could go on for days, but I think I've made my point. There's not anything that likes secrets. There's, there's not anyone that likes secrets being kept by their partners, let alone shadowy and powerful cliques, okay? We as a people, people in general do not like secrets, right? They don't like being kept in the dark. They don't like it. Secrets are not appreciated by anybody that I know. Um, no, 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 no. Um, no. The health of society is dependent upon the openness of that society. Any society that's riddled with secret cliques is in trouble. What good would require such discipline, safeguards, and layers of compartmentalization to protect from the people? Hmm? Hmm? I don't know. No, no. These cats are hiding from we the people. Anyone outside these cliques should be very, very skeptical of them. Anyone with any common sense understands that those who keep secrets also tell lies. All morally upright people are uncomfortable living a lie. Striving to success in a secret society? Well, that could mean anything. By simply taking the first oath and discovering the first, quote, secret, you know that you're getting into something that demands absolute submission, okay? Blind submission to an agenda being openly hidden. 
jealously guarding its intentions from all mundane goyim and the master initiates alike. So, what's up with that? Devoting any of oneself to such a thing is ludicrous and only possible due to the fall of the church. A masonry agenda, for sure. They openly profess to be at odds with religion. Their god is themselves, and they worship the, quote, light bringer, the fallen one, or Lucifer, if you like. <clears throat> Please, folks, tell me I'm wrong. Tell me how wrong I am. How wrong am I? I mean, look, I told you, I've got fucking two family members that were Masons. So, I'm sure all y'all out there know fucking Freemasons, but I don't give a fuck. The fucking people they work for are evil as fuck, you know? This is just like, you know, you could probably work for Merck or Johnson & Johnson, you know, pushing a broom and doing nothing to nobody. I got nothing against you. But that doesn't mean I'm going to like Merck or Johnson & Johnson. No, they're pretty fucking profoundly evil corporations. All right? So, yeah. Tell me how beneficial it is to have malcontents setting up secret clubs to further an agenda from the shadows. An agenda that can't be seen while in the works, but one that's truly global and concerned with the whole earth. One that can't even be openly discussed among the, quote, brothers. Only the very top of the pyramid and only those that are picked and sponsored to get anywhere near the fringes of power. Even in our shattered culture that allows for all things satanic, still they have to hide their intentions. So how horrifying can you be that you're plotting something more secret than the World Economic Forum? Yeah, I mean, so eh, we're in a, we're living in a time where the open tyranny is getting pretty damn uh, vicious. I can only imagine what they do in secret. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. With the open conspiracies like the, quote, Great Reset, Agenda 21, and hell, well, there's just tons of open tyranny being planned right in front of our fucking faces. I shudder to think about the type of actions that must be plotted out in absolute secrecy. Not really. But I'm sure normal folks would. Normal folks don't read, so secrets are easily had in dry manuals for the UN, World Bank, and the rest of these money powers. Freemasonry, Zionism, Judaism, Bolshevism, Globalism, and Communism are all the same. These are the ancient mystery Babylon schools, right? The Talmudic product of a conquered people. A conspiracy so old it was ancient by Christ's time. And since him, they've been shockingly successful. As Christians have suffered persecution since the first Christian, they've been at war with pagan idolatry and usury. The Roman Catholic Church was just as brutal with Bible followers of then as they were with anyone else. Yeah, Jews act like they were persecuted, but I have trouble finding any real history of it. <clears throat> Christians knew that Mary wasn't God, that only, quote, Father is God, and they cared not for any ritual. None. None. So where the fuck did the Roman Catholic Church come from? You know, uh, No repetitious Hail Marys to absolve sin. No earthly man that can forgive sin. And no worshipping idols. You know, period. As much as I love the cathedrals, man, I have, like, zero respect for the Vatican. None. 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 This was a hijacking of Christianity anyways, and it was bloody, bloody, very bloody, dude. Early Christians were getting butchered all the time. 
It forced the pre-Protestant Bible, Bible followers to flee to the Alps in order to escape the heresy charges and death. Until the final separation from the English in that imposter church, the Vatican, Christians lived in constant fear, dude. Much more so than Jews, that's for sure. Martin Luther happens to hold the title, but the true faith was protected by the lives of millions of martyrs. Roman hostility towards this book, it never ended. Thank God the New Testament was loved by far more than hated. It's a dangerous book to those in power, political or religious. It's the most radical and divinely inspired work that remains today. When any movement can't be stopped by an outside power, the powers that shouldn't be will always use paid spies, snitches, and imposters. Christianity was unstoppable, and by the time of Constantine, the power structure was done making martyrs and started to make demand compromise instead. Big bummer for us. Thus, the Vatican, the Latin Mass, and the adoption of pagan holidays that we pretend are Christian. And really... I don't, I don't know why. I don't know why we do this, but we all openly pretend that we're not fucking sun worshippers when we're clearly worshipping the fucking winter solstice. But whatever. We clearly worship the sun. S-U-N, not sun. S-O-N. All of our religious holidays are pagan, and so much of the popular and secular celebrations of them are as well. The evergreen tree, the packages colored like magic mushrooms, the Easter or Esther bunny, and on it goes. Passover is like the only one day you can actually count on if you consider that appropriate. We know Christ was murdered within a few days of that. We also know that Easter has absolutely nothing to do with Christ. No, 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 nothing, nothing. It's a Babylonian queen's day. Her favorite pet was the bunny, okay? So, yeah, we got we to gotta figure Easter out, man, but it's been hijacked. So, it's the Freemasons that are doing this today. Yeah, big time, dude. Not all Masons, but they're all paying dues, doing the bidding of, and working in the interests of Lucifer, the great deceiver, the great, quote, angel that showed Eve how to become God herself. Then when innocence was lost, he slithered away, and we've been cursed ever since. They believe that they are gods and just need to be, quote, initiated into the knowledge of such, right? They're also very comfortable with black magic, sorcery, and witchcraft. How many of these cats have to write satanic Bibles before y'all take note? Hmm? Hmm? I don't know. This country has always had these cliques, and the people have always been fighting with them. The history of Freemasonry is one of forced secrecy because of simple observation and criminality that drips from every lodge across this earth. Perhaps there was a time where secrecy of the elites was less harmful, I don't know, and possibly beneficial. I don't see how that could be, but whatever. I can't think of any situation where the people would benefit from shadowy players pulling the strings of power in secret, especially in a secret that's so in a society that's so religious about quote fair and open elections. Pretty weird, right? Well, y'all lost your shit over public corporations donating, right? You remember that? Oh my god, corporations can't donate. <laughs> but secret sponsors that finance your whole, your politicians' whole lives? Well, that's just innocent and irrelevant, right? <laughs> Whatever, dude. You people are nuts. Yeah. Today they own the world's currency. They have us locked into several foreign alliances that are meant to harm us 
and they buy and sell politicians like you do cereal. They've erected an absolute facade of corporate tools right where our constitutional republic used to be. We know the horror of the Jacobins, the Bolsheviks, and now the jihadist ISIS. We know these groups are the result of malcontents that meet and scheme in secret. We know that simply referring to them by their name is considered a threat. Okay, You're being threatening to me by calling me by my name. So threatening that their lives depend upon the very thin veil they've had covering their faces. So threatening that they anglophiled their names to avoid detection. Then after gaining all rights to the castle, they started throwing fits every time their criminality was even mentioned. Had they been honest at all with us, well, they never would have gotten away with any of this. Hell, had Holly Weird just been appropriately named, nobody would have cared to watch. The idea of the crypto-Jew is really quite something. Going back to the Spanish Inquisition, these cats have been hiding their identities, their intentions, and corrupting as many soft-headed losers as they can get a hold of. That is, until they owned the banks, and by extension, they own the world. They own the US dollar, the EU's euro, and they hold massive gold vaults that tower above the Earth's nations. If it's a central bank that distributes paper coupons for debt instruments and receives interest on those coupons, it's a weapon against the citizenry. It's a free source of warfare for corrupt and psychotic political creatures. They monopolized the gold holdings and swindled the earth with funny money and usury, a practice that's outlawed by both the Christian and Muslim faiths. So, how do you do that when the world is almost all Christian and Muslim and both of those books say no usury? And even the Jewish people aren't allowed to charge each other usury, just you and me. So, whatever. <clears throat> Making money by inventing it and adding compounding interest to the principal is really holy evil, dude. People borrow when they need, right? Usury necessarily hurts those in need most. It's totally immoral, period. Freemasons, Bolsheviks, or the mob. Who fucking cares, man? They're all secret for the same reason. Because they are offensive to the sensibilities of honest, God-fearing people. They are disgusting, elitist, and wholly evil. There's nothing that could draw me towards Freemasonry, and I know an awful lot about it, and there is nothing there for me. <clears throat> Not anything they're selling sounds appealing to me. But then again, I believe in the soul, and I do believe that offering it to them would be very, very regretful, and probably pretty fast. For that matter, the Masons must be losing their allure over the ambitious in our culture. Yeah, it is well beyond the heyday of Freemasonry, dude. They've got to be falling out of favor with people. Once the entire lodges are filled with Jewish folks, perhaps maybe, just maybe, folks might notice. The symbolism is obviously Jewish, and yet nothing from the Goyim about it. No question about the six-pointed star, all the duality as above, so below, and on and on. It's so occult that it boggles my mind how anyone can assign righteous intentions to them, especially folks that only know them by their public symbols. It's clearly not Christian. How did it flourish in fanatically Christian Europe and America? A little by little, and as deceitful as can be, 
By the end of the 1800s, they fully owned the media in America. They started the Spanish-American War, they duped us into the Great War, and they suckered us into World War II. Since the end of World War II, they've had monopoly control over the media, the money, and every single fucking scumbag they can buy, blackmail, or kill. Even with this monopoly control over popular culture, the truth has survived. Thank God it has, because today they stand bare and filthy. Their plans are open and plain for all to see. We have the historical record to indict these folks, and their crimes are legion. Just their criminality with the warmongering media alone should be caused to destroy them. Look at the amount of blood and treasure that the papers have aided and abetted in draining from this country. Need I say more? We're talking a million Americans and millions of other people. We haven't fought in our interests since the Indian Wars. Even the War of Northern Aggression was aided by these powers. That's how psychotic they are. Even though they literally ran the slave trade, it was worth letting go to enslave the South. Then Lincoln had to go. He dared to produce treasury notes to fund the destruction of the South. As soon as his body was cold, they'd frantically taken all of the greenbacks they could find out of circulation. The reconstruction was going to be done using hard money or no money. By 1910 or so, they had the elite looking for easy money, right? Cash that could come without taxing. Fiat money that was foreign, compounded interest, and was totally controlled by the robber barons of the day. We have been at war or in a recession ever since then. Right after the Great War, we had the inflationary 20s. Then they forced a depression and mass bank closures by calling in loans. The global depression that came after the insane money-making of World War was imposed and meant to hurt the people. The only country that seems to be wise to this was Germany. The Italians were in until it got real, but the Germans, they were down to fight these monsters to the death. Freemasonry is foul, dude. Secret societies are foul. We live in a free and open society. Secret laws, secret cliques, and agendas are offensive to the American way of life. These secretive criminals have destroyed the world, not enlightened a damn thing. We would do well to follow the National Socialists and outlaw the Masons, the Fed, and cancel all ties with all supranational entities. We are nothing but slaves living in a vassal state until we take back our country. Anytime y'all are ready, we can take the trash out. How can you justify these cliques? How can you justify Israel, for that matter? How can you possibly support these wars or any of our foreign policy? No more carrying water for Satan, people. No more secret societies. No more shadowy government, shadowy banksters, or their disgusting mouthpieces in the media. No more. No bueno, no more. I mean, dude, how could anybody look at Freemasonry today and think, hey, that's positive. I want my young son going into that. Dude, even, you know, come on. Even if you, you are a Mason, you don't understand what they're doing? Get over, just grow up, man. Y'all grow up. Anything that's got to be done in the dark has to be done that way for a reason. And like I said, people that are comfortable holding secrets are also usually comfortable telling lies. I don't know about y'all, but I've never been comfortable lying. And I don't like people that are. So, fuck all that shit. All right. Way over time, y'all take care. Don't sign up for the Freemasons. What's their secret, dude? What? Did they worship Lucifer? Is that really that enlightening? You know? No. No, it's not. So, y'all take care. Fuck the Freemasons. Peace out.